Okay, so. How's your day going, Jesse? It's going good. I'm really tired. Yeah, me too. Me too. What's what's going on with you? What's making you so tired? I don't know. I'm just always tired. Um, I think I need to go for like a sleep test to see if there's something going on in my sleep and I'm not like getting as restful as sleep as I think. Because I can sleep the eight hours that we're supposed to be sleeping, but I always feel tired. So when you go for a, a sleep test, do you need to bring like your number two pillow? Oh! You're an idiot. Because when you take normal He's tests, an idiot. Because when you take I, No, I got, I got it, idiot. So rude. I love you, idiot. This is, this is your legacy. Idiot! When we are long, long gone in this world, people are going to hear this. And this is, is this really like what you want to put out into the world? Um, yes, because I'm pretty sure that everybody who would listen to this, especially if they listen to the entire podcast and all of our other episodes, would understand that I actually love you and calling you names is how we communicate. It's a form of flirting. I tease you, you tease me. Sitting by the fire. (laughs) (laughs) My bestie, your bestie. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Just Don't Know, where each week I find a topic that... I either grew up uh, watching or knowing about, or I recently found out was interesting. My name is Kyle, and to my immediate left is... Jess! And this week, I picked something that's a little bit different than what we normally do. I feel like I say that every week. Is that not something I say? I I really think you say that every week, and eventually these people are going to be like, this man is a bullshit artist. (laughs) He's just bullshitting us to get us to listen to this podcast every, every two weeks. Uh, we again are being sponsored by the t-shirt company Eco Frifty Graphics. So uh, we're doing Sam Sarah. I really think it's called Sam Sarah. But okay. I was told it was called Sam Sarah. So mm-hmm. I've got my little paper here with my guesses. All right, let's see, let's see what you think it's about. All right. So right away, I was just told the name Sam Sarah and told to write down what I think it's about. So I was like, Based off the name, it's about somebody named Sam and somebody named Sarah. And then Kyle lovingly shows me the poster. So my next note is, so that's wrong. (laughs) Um, And then based off of the movie poster, which we'll put in the video, uh, I guess that it's like a movie about other cultures. um, Maybe diving into, like, the spirituality and the traditions that each different culture has. Mm -hmm. Based on the poster, I was like, it looks like it could be, like, really visually appealing. But the poster also gave me almost nothing. So this is really pretty much the end of it because I had no idea what I was getting into. None. Did not know what I had agreed to watch and what I was signing up for. Uh, What's the last thing you wrote? Why are their eyes like... Because they're Asian, Jess. I did not write. Shut the fuck up. Uh, so what is the actual the actual plot to uh, Sam Sarah Jess? Fuck off. You know what? <laughs> Honestly, I hated this movie. I think I hated this movie more than I hated Spring Break Massacre. Throwing that out there now. Why? Because the runtime was longer. It felt a lot longer. Like I really did not enjoy this movie. There was boobies in both films. There was boobies in both films. That was like a that's a recurring theme. I have almost no notes for this because I was so disinterested. Okay, so what, what's like the plot synopsis? Why do you keep doing that? Because I don't want you reading my plot synopsis. I don't know what the fucking plot synopsis is. <laughs> I don't fucking know. So just so you guys know what Sam Sarah is, is it's a hour and 40 minute long film that consists of video without any dialogue at all. There's no story, there's no plot. 
Yeah. Uh, it's well, terrible. It's terrible. And I found it very visually appealing. It's a good movie to watch when you're high. Or, like, I felt something. I felt moved, you know? I don't know. Maybe I'm just not deep or whatever, but I felt nothing except boredom. And wondering when this fucking ordeal was going to end. Well, let's bring it down scene by scene and uh, highlight, like, our favorite stuff. So right off, it starts off with these, like, young uh, Indian girls, I think they were. Thai girls or something. Yeah, I think it started off in Thailand. And they did this, like, dance with these crazy, like, eyes. And that was just, like, freaky right off the bat. It was really creepy. Um, Not because of anything other than the fact that they were staring directly at the camera the whole time. And they barely blinked. So it's a little unnerving because it's like, it feels like they're staring into your soul. Yeah, so right there, you're like, you're watching the film and you're feeling, you're like, oh, okay, what's this? Intriguing. And then we get like 15 minutes of just like, um, what would you say? Like just different shots of different countries? Yeah, it was like landscape, scenery, like, and those were beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't want to watch a movie that's just about landscapes. Like there's got to be a story to it. There was no story. Here I have what the filmmaker uh, says the the story's about. Uh, Filmed over nearly five years in 25 countries on five continents and shot on 70 millimeter film, Sam Sarah transports us to the varied world of sacred grounds, disaster zones, industrial complexes, and natural wonders. And like, that's the thing that really, like, bugs... Like, I, I did pick this movie because I was trying to torture you. Some of these just-don't-knows are punishments. It's like, well, you don't know if it's going to be a good movie. You don't know if it's going to be a bad movie. You don't know what is in store. It's, it's always a bad movie. He has yet to pick a good movie. Yeah, it was, it was like... Oh, so they showed a bunch of, like, uh, cities and towns where, like... It looked like they were deserted. And there was, like... there was a, They showed us a school with, like, uh, the trophies were still intact. Yeah, like, it, it looks like... Obviously, a disaster zone was this scene, but it looks like everybody just kind of up and left so quickly. Like, there were still um, microscopes on, like, the tables in the, like, the science room, trophies in the trophy case. Like, nobody packed anything. And, like, that was that was interesting. It was like, what happened here? Why did these people have to flee so quickly? Yeah, because there's, like... People fleeing their, like, areas makes all like makes sense to an extent. But, like, they left everything. There was, like, a church that was, like, full of beautiful art that was just, like... And it just makes you feel and think, like, this guy, like, made this art for, like, people to, like, see and admire. And as he's painting, he's probably thinking, like, this will be seen for generations. Yeah. And, and the whole town's fucking gone. There. there was a part where um, Thailand transgender ladies danced. There was the uh, other dance they did. We're in dance number three now, where they had the thousand hand dance. That one, that one was really cool to watch. I will have that. Um, it was it was just mesmerizing because the way they moved, it looked like they were all moving pretty fluidly. Well, I think that was like going back to the whole plot. Like it was you like from a visual um, standpoint, you can make the argument that. It was supposed to look like one person moving and, like, the arms behind it was, like, it trickling through time. Okay. You know I what I'm trying get to that. say? Like, it'd be a person putting their hands up in the air and then the other hands would also be going up in the air slower, showing, like, movement. Yes, but not only that, it's like the main person would have her hands like this and then the person behind her would be, like, slightly out and out and out and out until it, like, makes, like, a fanning motion. But, like... It was like an effect where it was like kind of whoosh. What I got, it looked more like like almost like stop animation. Like the way you would slowly move someone. 
Yeah, it was interesting. There's this one scene where this dude is just sitting at a desk, and he just takes clay and starts rubbing it all over his face. And the entire time I'm sitting there, I'm going, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was so weird, so random. And it's about, like, two, three minutes long. We just see this guy rubbing clay all over himself, and then it goes back to the scenery. And I'm like, what just happened here? Like, what is this shit? Uh, they had a one scene where we were in a monk, like, a monk place, and all these, like, four or five monks are working very hard on this this ground sculpture of Samsara. It's not a sculpture. It's, like, um like a picture, but with, like, little grains of sand. And they're, like, just kind of... They got a little tubey thing, and they're like they're like gently hitting it to get the sand to slowly fall out. Honestly, that was really pretty. It was fun to watch that because the amount of time that it would take for the amount of detail that was on there was impressive. And then that was near the beginning, and then near the end, the guys blow it all away. Yeah, they just sweep it all away, and I'm like, wow. It. I am not very artistic, so when somebody can make like something so beautiful and be so confident in their abilities that they don't want to save it forever. They're just like, okay, we'll sweep it all up. Like, um, this one time in grade 11 art class, mm-hmm. my art teacher, he had drawn this beautiful portrait on the chalkboard. And then as we're walking, he's just erasing it. And my thought is, oh my God, that looks so beautiful. What are you doing? Did you take a picture of it? Maybe he, he descends from one of those those, those monk uh, places. Probably not. Yeah. Like, well, this is a little off topic, but yeah. this teacher, you know, I'd probably get along with him in adulthood, but he hated me as a teenager. He was a stoner, for sure. He would skateboard to work. Oh, this guy sounds radical. He had like the long surfer haircut. Eating pizza, friends with turtles. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Cowabunga uh, dudes! Why do you think they did that? Why would they spend so much time making this art, this very like hard uh, sculpt, like photo out of sand, just to blow it away? How does that make me feel? Why do you think they would do? Why would someone do that? Five, six guys did that. Man hours. Well, because they're monks, it was probably some. It probably has some religious aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe they see it as a form of meditation to, like, focus on this for so long, you know? And I, I could see how that would be seen as a form of meditation. Like, there's, you're calming your mind, you're concentrating on something, you're, like, blocking the world out while you're making this masterpiece. So, so you're, you're making the argument that it wasn't so much the end result, it was just, like... Making, ju- it. making the, it, yeah. The process was the reward. Well, you know how monks are always trying to become, like, very, like, spiritual and, like, one with everything? I felt like that thing they were doing was a smaller version of the whole film. Like, like you people, like, spend, like, generations and, and people spend, like, years and trying to do things they think is going to be around forever. And then something happens and it's all gone. You know what? That that could be it. And if you can learn to accept that on a simplistic scale, like a, like a picture that you and your five friends spent hours, hours making. If like, you can just blow it away and feel like nothing, then imagine like how that would work on different scales. You know what? That that could be a thing to help them detach from like like worldly possessions and stuff. Yeah. So that they can be closer to... Now, I'm, I'm not very well versed in this. I don't know if... They have God or they have multiple gods with their religion, but whatever deity that they're trying to get closer to. Is it not Buddha? I have... 
Are they? Oh, they might. It might be Buddha. Mm-hmm. Is it Buddha though? Is it Buddha, or was Buddha just like their version of Jesus? Well, you. I mean, may, uh, well, and I think that's what it is because Buddha's not a god though. Like Buddha's not in heaven. He's no. reincarnated. No, maybe I. I don't remember too well. I did take um, world a world religion, religion class when I was in grade twelve. Mm-hmm. The only thing I really remember about like the Buddhist. Uh, section was that the guy's name was Siddhartha Buddha. Yeah. He was an actual person, like Jesus. So that's why I think... Uh, Jesus, Jesus might not it, have been real. It also, it also depends because there are different interpretations of Buddha. You've got the fat laughing Buddha and you've also got the skinny Buddha. The skinny Buddha is real Buddha. Which, the fat one represents... Something else, right? Um, it represents all the knowledge he has. Buddha was, like, never fat. No. No, he was... Somehow, no. there's a mistranslation that being fat means you're full of knowledge. I don't know. I don't pretend to know. Uh, but it was just fascinating. Like, they show all the little monk kids running around, all, like, full of joy. And they're they're excitedly watching these adults make this thing. And, like, it just shows you, like, they don't get it yet. They don't get it yet. But that also illustrates the innocence of youth. Yes. Because... You know, kids are very innocent. There was one scene I really liked where they were showing a lot of assembly line shit, and they were showing this, these animals being, like, gutted, like, up up the stomach. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're hanging, and their guts are being cleared out. The, the pigs. Yeah, pigs. And then There like... was also, uh, you saw, like, a room full of chickens, just, like, chickens running loose, and there was, like, this... It kind of looked like a street cleaner, where it had, like, these swirling things that would, like, kind of suck the chickens up and put them on a conveyor belt. To be slaughtered, obviously. Yeah, but there's a, there a dumpling conveyor belt, too. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, there was like a phone. There was some plastic thing they were making, too. But and I... guns. And we did see sex dolls. There were a lot of sex well, that's dolls. That's what I was getting at. That's what I was getting at. So they show the pigs being cut open, right? And then you're like, oh, okay, like pigs for the slaughter. Like they're dead. Yeah. They're being hung. And then it cuts to a morbidly obese man in America with a doctor drawing a line down his stomach. Yeah, for um, what I would assume would be... A tummy tuck or a gastro bypass surgery. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. But they might also... Mm, no, I guess the tummy tuck would come once he's lost the weight. Yeah, they, they cut it Because down here. in this scene, he's drawing the line down this guy's stomach, and then he has to stop and actually lift up this guy's, like, fat flap to continue the line down. Yeah. But it was, it was really gross. He was... Like... He, he was... He was huge, and... My thought was it was really sad because, you know, I know a lot of people who turn to food as comfort and that's really what it looked like this man was had done his whole life. Well, like, see, that's why I, I wish I was a smarter man or a more deeper man because, like, I can... The thing about Sam Sarah is I can see that there's something amazing happening. I just am not clever enough to figure it out. So they have the pigs. They got the fat guy getting a line like the pigs. And then it cuts to sex dolls. And it's like we're all, we're all trying to be these things that we're not. But we're all just like pigs on the um, conveyor belt. And we're trying to be like beautiful. And they show like a sex dolls being made. And yeah, I just think it was a crazy movie. Um, here's some fun facts um, that I got off imdb.com. Uh, for several years, the filmmaker attempted to secure permission to film in North Korea, but was denied access. Shocking. I wonder why. Yeah, that's that's so shocking. Um, Sam Sarah. Uh, is a word in Sanskrit that uh, literally translates to continuous flow. It is the repeating cycle of birth, life, death, rebirth, which I think is birth. No, no, because then you... Rebirth, 
i.e. reincarnation. Yeah, within Hindus, um, Buddhism. Um, it looks like Bond, but there's uh, an accent over the O, so I'm probably not pronouncing that right. The O's wearing a hat. It's a fancy O. Yeah, it's got like the two little dots over the O. Sorry for my ignorance. And Jainism? Yes. I've never heard of that. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool. Uh, it's, it's like an existing word. Um, it's not two friends. You were close, though. Uh, <laughs> so wrong. According to the filmmaker, uh, composer Michael Stern created his original score after the film had been silently edited. Yeah, by Ron Flick and Mark Magdinson. It uh, looks like Frick. Frick. F-R-I-C-K-E. Ron so, Frick. if we're pronouncing that wrong, we apologize. Ron, Ron, hit me up. Let me know. Okay, yeah, send us a message. If we pronounce anything wrong, let us know. We will correct it. And the, so, like, so like, like so like the the music guy, like, he watched the film silently and added music to it, which is different because um, the last movie that the filmmaker and the music guy uh, Michael uh, Stenerns uh, worked on together, they composed it to get like together, like uh, where the visuals were largely edited uh, to a soundtrack. So it's like reverse. So like he took the music and edited the video to the music. This time they flipped it on its head. Interesting. Know? Uh, it's the first feature-length film since Kenneth Bargain's Hamlet. To In be, 1996. Yeah, to be shot uh, entirely on a 65-millimeter film. And I'm going to, I'm going to close out with my, my, my review of the film. I like that the movie exists. I think it's important for people to watch it. It's neat how it can keep your attention for most of it. Um, and without any dialogue or plot and shows how people are all connected no matter uh, where they are on the earth uh, I've seen this movie twice I don't think I need to see it again though yeah I don't think I'll need to see it ever again either I think you need to watch it on a loop until you get it until you become I think that uh, if you make me watch this movie ever again I will pull Lorena <clears throat> Bobbitt on you Oh yeah, yeah. It took him a second, but he got it. Hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I promise, Jess, we will never watch this movie ever again. Um, there is a prequel. Uh, nope. We are definitely gonna do. It nope, 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 nope. This is my podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's our podcast, you little bitch. <laughs> little fucking bitch. Um, so, what's your review? It wasn't the best movie, honestly. You could save yourself a lot of time by just not watching it at all. All right. Well, I guess that's it, guys. Um, There's not much else to be said about it, really. Like I said, uh, we got our, Jessica got her T-shirt and uh, this fancy Digimon mug from Eco Fifty Graphics. Uh, you can DM them on Instagram, and um, if you uh, have the code uh, JDK. JTK. You get 10% off any purchase. All right, guys, check us out on YouTube. Uh, the episodes get posted a little uh, slower just because this is a, a, a two-man operation uh, over here. Uh, but if you want to get them bi-weekly, go to Spotify.com or the Apple Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. If you guys have any useful feedback on how to make the, the, the podcast better. Or if there's any segments you'd like us to look into and try out, we are open to that. Until next time, I'm Kyle. And I'm Jess. Peace.